0: Hello, everyone. We're so glad that you're here and listening to us. I am glad that they're here,
1: Grace, even if I'm you're so not. very glad. I said I'm so glad. Oh, I thought you just shook your head. But no, it was and- like the emphasis now, like so glad.
0: I am so glad that they're here. If you haven't figured out, you're listening to Christy.
1: And Grace. And you're listening to us on the... Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <honey. laughs> I hope you guys didn't miss us too much. I know we had to take
0: a hiatus last week. Things just got crazy. Schedule but just overlapped. It just didn't happen. I think it's cool that we're coming out though and dropping episode 21 on the twenty first.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was impressed that you noticed that. You're moving your your mic is getting rubbed whenever however you're moving, just ahead
0: so thank you so sorry about the feedback there so anyway i'm glad that we're back
1: is it like against your hand or something no okay just make it flip this and see that sounds a lot better i don't know what you did but that sounds way better can you hear me now yeah i could hear you the whole time there's just like a okay so. yeah
0: uh, we've been hearing that that happened so I didn't realize it was on my side because I can't hear it here so well, it was the asleep.
1: first time I'd heard it so it's fine so let me know if I have that because sometimes okay. I move the laptop anyways again, sorry in the raw guys in the raw no
0: editing here this is live
1: <laughs> okay speaking <laughs> of editing really quick I listened to the what god is not podcast uh with father Michael Lachlan and sister or now mother Natalia because they're Byzantine and when you have your final vows you're called mother not sister anymore anyways I listen to them and it's like this inside joke like sometimes like you can't say that and they're like it's okay we'll edit it out and then they go
0: never do
1: and it's like at first it's like (laughs) no we probably won't get to that but now anytime someone goes it's okay we'll edit it out the other person goes no we won't and I say it now like when I'm listening I'm like no you won't
0: (laughs) that's awesome I feel
1: like that's us we're like oh we could edit it out nah like You get the that's, true,
0: real Christy and
1: yeah, Grace experience. The only experience. thing we've done is if we have a complete train wreck intro, then we just restart. But that's it. And that's only happened, like, two or three times.
0: Well, that and when, like, Peter comes in and people are knocking or yelling in the background. Well, that that's happened too- last
1: time. Peter came in and you just kept talking. I left for a second. And I was like, Peter, we're still recording. And he's like, oh, sorry. And they left. But I, like, left the room for a second.
0: <laughs> I do think it's so cute that he gets it. Like, that yeah. he, yeah. Anyway, I think
1: it is. Okay. But okay you do you have a funny story oh wait I'm doing a funny story you have the funny story to lead in I have been so excited I kind of wanted to go last but like but you need it to motivate you so it's fine um yeah you you got it it. where you just you need to hear a funny story to make a funny story okay maybe this is not as funny as like just it makes me smile but I'm coming I'm picking up my lunch I'm having a late lunch for you guys today um So I was like, mom, I'll pick it up and then we'll record and then I'll eat it. Because usually I like eat and then come and mom has a tight schedule. Anyways, and I come out carrying my food and it's like slightly hailing, like not painful hailing, but like it's not snowflakes. It's like little balls of snow. And like, oh, I just smile at first because I don't know, last week it was snowing and it like caught me off guard. And I was like, I don't know if I really enjoy this, but this just made me smile. And I was like, oh, it's snowing. And then I was like, I want to do something to enjoy this. So I- Uh There should be a trend of winter music that's not Christmas music. I've talked about this before, not on here, but just in my life. Mom's heard about this. I'm like, we need to have those playlists that are like, let it snow and baby it's cold outside and things like that, where they don't talk about Santa or like Jesus being born in a manger. They're just talking about winter, but like they're known as Christmas songs. Cause I was like, I really want to listen to that right now because this snow is making me smile and that would make me smile more. So I, like, because cool, so I just, like, held So did Siri you do outside. it? I was, like, Siri, play Baby, It's Cold Outside with Idina Menzel and Michael Bublé, because that was the one I wanted to hear in that moment. And, like, <laughs> I just was smiling the whole way back. I was, like, really can't stay Baby, It's Cold outside. And then, like, it finished. I was only halfway <laughs> to my house. So then I was, like, Siri, play Let It Snow. So she played Dean Martin. And I was listening to Let It Snow. And he's, like, like, but the fire is just uh, what how's it go oh you, oh you don't know that one huh <laughs> and since we know place to go is, I don't Where know I was thinking about the fire and the popcorn part which all of a sudden I can't think of how the tune goes there and I was just like oh this is so satisfying and then I was like trying to think of more like winter music and I like then I was at my house so I was like I'll have to think of more later but um I yeah I need. I need. To- I think that's a
0: cool idea, though. I was just listening to one of my other fun podcasts the other day too, and thinking about some of that stuff. And I, I, you know, I just I'm starting to get to that point where I need to like do Spotify myself, or because I know you kids do that. You like make good playlists, or we do them for vacation a lot, because you guys are like way more cool and techie or we have like different pool playlists that will play in the summer when we're outside but I need to do it for like inside for during the day when you guys aren't like here and I need to like yeah jam out or just have something fun and I started thinking about that is I just need to make up my own Christmas playlist because
1: I have um, four Christmas playlists I have my Pentaton's Christmas music because that is for a time and place sometimes I can't listen to them it's too much other times (laughs) it's all I want to listen to so I don't really mix them in with my normal like poppy christmas music then i have like my poppy christmas like the typical radio stuff then i have my jesus like you know religious christmas music so when it's like no i'm praying about this this is not just like like santa's coming to town you know and then okay, I okay so maybe we need to share your playlist on like social media what's your last one sorry I cut you off uh my last one is like background christmas music because i like to do homework to music and so yes i found like non-worded like just the piano to like christmas songs or or, like, like that. or like the, the um, the oh, like, Charlie Trans- Brown, like, <Thom wall> and see, that's not Christmas, Gerilim so that could just be festive fun. I like I guess that one, technically, is but Charlie Brown, like that song. I'm I connect to Christmas very specifically, but and, oh, and then I didn't fully finish my funny story, I forgot a part. Then I'm just laughing slightly. This is kind of unrelated, but I'm just like smiling, happy, walking back to my house. And I look down because I forgot my to-go like container. So right now they're low on staff in the dining hall. So everything is like throwaway plates and bowls right now. So I was like, whatever, like I can just leave with the plate because it's throwaway. I just, you know it's not going to be covered up. So, so it's hailing into my food slightly. And I just look down and there's like, you know, chunks of snow. I'm like, whatever, it's going to melt. It's just water. I don't really care if there's snow in it. And then all of a sudden I'm thinking back to like third grade, shout out to Annie when she was like, did you know that snow is dinosaur pee? She's like, because it would have ev- evaporated thousands of years ago and then it would, you come down in rain and snow and it just keeps going back into the atmosphere. She's like, no, anytime you is- lick the snow or eat the snow, you're eating dinosaur pee. <laughs> and so I was like, so the dinosaur pee is going into my food. But I'm okay with that. <laughs> Did she like just totally make that up? Annie, you need to no, she's solidly. I and I t- To a point she's right, but like I remember talking like it might have even been earlier than third grade. And she was like, no, that makes like, that's how evaporation works. And like, yeah, the liquid goes back in the air and comes back down over and over again. Like, oh my gosh. So I, and she was, she didn't make it. She's like, no, it's science. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And I was like, that's oh kind of nasty. God. Like, that's so funny. <laughs> and she's like, so that's, that's what we do when we plan this now. I was like, hmm, I'm going to still do it anyways. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. That,
0: that is funny that so i was
1: really smiley and then thinking about how i was gonna eat dinosaur pee for lunch so
0: ew okay now you just want <laughs> funny to just gross like
1: <laughs> like really fast oh my goodness well, well it was gross the whole time because i said it was snowing in my food well i well i know but and i was still. like i'm gonna eat it anyways so
0: Anyway, well, I'm glad that you're saving it for later. Maybe some of that will evaporate again and then it won't We're be so in the deeper.
1: I'm just Next. enjoying- the, Next
0: on the Thick Stop podcast, let's just have Grace like see how, what's grosser
1: than gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, cause I'm laughing and I don't care, but mom's like, ew. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. I can make it worse. Like- <laughs> No, it's just
0: like, that's like a teenage boy or a middle school boy thing to do, Grace. You really that's just fair. like totally- Like swapped out there. I don't Eh, know.
1: That's fine. I don't really care. (laughs) Oh,
0: geez. okay I don't know if I can top that. I can't even think. This has been a really crazy week. We've been completely under the weather. And now we're, well, not completely. We were completely under the weather. Like someone. I think this is only my second day of not having someone homesick in the last month. So, yeah. That's been it's been a trial it's been very taxing so I didn't and I can't think of really anything funny even though I know we've recorded some in between here but I'm like I don't know I know there's been funny th- things the kids have done didn't
1: you text did you text me something that Sophie or Peter did this week
0: oh it was something that what I did send you I sent you some weird picture
1: here I'm not weird look, funny picture
0: our, now I look back figured. see what I sent you so oh, oh it was Sophie eating yes eating in style she has I wish I can't really share it but we were watching we watched with them what did we watch um the emperor's new group we were trying to find some old movies that you guys have all seen but she had they haven't seen I her was, Peter because yeah. all of you big kids
1: all the way through I it was really I long. need to watch that
0: yeah no it wasn't really long it was really long time ago that I had watched it so oh, sure and and so we hadn't, since dad and I hadn't like seen it in a long time, we're like, oh, we should watch this with them. We're trying to make sure that they're seeing, you know, mm-hmm. some of those classics that you guys have seen. And
1: mm-hmm. have what's seen funny is when of... you realize some of the classics you missed with us on accident and you're like, you haven't seen this. How have you not seen it? I'm like, I,
0: know, I don't I know. You're
1: that's... the parent. And you're like, oh, shoot, that's right. Parent oh, fail. I know.
0: <laughs> but it's, so, it's I mean, funny because so I always it. get
1: asked, how have you not seen this? And I'm like, that's your problem. <laughs>
0: well, I try to start making lists now. It's just hard.
1: Oh, it's okay. I don't actually blame you. It's just more the funny that I, that you ask me why I haven't.
0: Anyway, we were watching the movie and we got pizza there. Cause it was like only the four of us, everybody was out doing stuff. And Sophie always seems to eat a slice of pizza upside down as in like crust side up, topping side down. So that is just in and of itself weird. And now she's almost speaking British um really? father our loyal listener will agree we can't figure it out he she's like mom that's moin. like we're like Where's this coming from this is and she's not doing it on purpose in any like it's her o-u vowels or her i vowel. it's like really weird what's the other thing but she'll say moin all the time mom that's mine or i want that <laughs> like, everything <laughs> she's sitting here with her British accent eating her upside down pizza. And then she has this like small, not a pint glass, like smaller than that, a little tulip glass, not with beer, don't worry, but with like water. So it looks like this mini wine glass with her upside down pizza in her British accent. And I sent this picture to, oh, and her ankles are crossed. That was the cute thing. She's at like a TV table with a chair
1: and her ankles are crossed I'm like it's referencing so like, the picture all these things I didn't notice yeah, first all time. These I only things. noticed the glass I thought that's what you meant but I'm like oh the feet and the upside down pizza I didn't notice that right and
0: the glass so I sent this caption to Grace and I'm like Sophie eating in style like because she looks so proper with her ankles crossed and her little tulip glass with her oh, paper or yeah. paper plastic plate and her upside down pizza in her pajamas because that's basically all she wears these days so yeah, that was I funny that. yeah I'll have to send you another picture I got of her today. That's You'll say, think it's I so like beautiful. Them. It's her in front of the cha- in front of the Eucharist at CC in the chapel. Oh,
1: I'll send me that. That's so you know?
0: Yeah, because it's really cute. I sent it to Uncle Pete too. Because
1: you know what we got to mention, Mom. We got to somehow bring up Thanksgiving this episode because this is going to come out the Sunday before Thanksgiving.
0: <gasps> It'll so be next
1: a- one will come out after Thanksgiving, even though we'll probably record it before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So this Let's one figure one will- out actually if- when we're going to record that because if we're going to Chicago, maybe we do need to record before Thanksgiving. I don't know.
0: Well. Yeah. So happy early Thanksgiving to all of you listening. I hope that you have your turkey and I hope that you will be able to celebrate with whoever you are celebrating with that it's loved and cared for and can be grateful for the blessings of this past year, mm-hmm. but we can I, incorporate that for our topic. It's yeah, a good oh, segue. I was right? going to tell a funny story on that, but
1: I guess we can segue.
0: Or we can go backwards. What's
1: your funny story, Grace? <laughs> okay. Yesterday <laughs> I met with um like a small group at hope um in my catholic community and like the funny topic will be like what's your high what's your low and our funny question we usually have a funny question and it was like what's your least favorite part about thanksgiving i was like oh, we're all gonna be chandler bings because he hates oh. giving and i was like whatever <laughs> it's fine like and i was like oh this is gonna be depressing because i'm gonna hear what people don't like and i was like i was like the second and the last person to go can you like popcorn so we don't go in a circle you just like pick someone random until everyone's gone and sure. it gets to me and i was like i'm sorry but Milo, my Thanksgiving, like, least favorite thing is that you guys hate all of my favorite parts of Thanksgiving. Like, it's just funny. They're like, sorry. I was like, someone said they didn't like turkey. Someone said they didn't like any pie. And someone said they didn't like green bean casserole, which is probably my favorite dish of all of dinner. I was like, but my real, I was like, but my real least favorite part of Thanksgiving is that my stomach is not bigger because I'm always sad when I get to the point where I can't <laughs> eat anymore. And I really want to. And I was like, that's all. I really love Thanksgiving. Anyways moving on. (laughs) It's just like, I'm really upset that you guys don't like these foods, but it's fine. (laughs) I I do. I love
0: Thanksgiving. I I do.
1: And I'm like, I get it. People like certain foods and there's just like certain things. They're like, like everything else except this one thing. But I was like, you don't like, I was like turkey. Okay, fine. That's the classic. But I was like green bean casserole. I only have it Thanksgiving. It is my absolute favorite. And I love pie with a dying passion. Sometimes I have pie instead of cake on my birthday. And I was just like, deeply offended by those two so I'm and sorry they were all like sorry I was like it's fine it's whatever we're moving on like <laughs> that's really oh, and someone said stuffing and I was like I walk out I was like I'm leaving
0: <laughs> I to walk
1: out <laughs> I was like this is not a fun question like,
0: no, like we can't. are we talking about this It's depressing see that's why I love Thanksgiving I love Thanksgiving because it's so centrally focused like And and I'm not, I'm not comparing it to our highest holy days of Easter and then Christmas, like in that sense, because those are kind of in a category all itself, but technically even out of all three of these, I do love it because like the meal itself is completely focused on what we're celebrating in some ways, Mm -hmm. like gratitude. And that's why we're actually feasting. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it's very singular focused in terms of how we celebrate. Which also piggybacks into our discussion.
1: Well, that's what I was gonna say. Celebrating and like, what a better way to emphasize what we talked about last time about you need to like invest and prepare. Thanksgiving dinner takes a lot of work, Mm -hmm, you know. So like, and what better way to emphasize what's and Christmas too? Like in Easter, we have bigger meals, but Thanksgiving is like it's that very specific American like classic meal. Like, yeah, some people do it different, but I'm like. It takes a lot of effort, and I, because of my schedule this year, I can't come home on Wednesday. And I was, I was just sad. I was on the phone with mom. I was like, "I can come and help make food," and she's like, "You're not coming till Wednesday night. It's gonna be done." And I was like, sad. I was like, "Oh, I like." It's not
0: all gonna be done, but yeah, a lot yeah, of it.
1: That- but a lot oh. of it. But things like I always like helping with the apple pie. Like it's there's some there's so much joy in that. Like I've always enjoyed helping make those big meals, even though I don't help with like the turkey because I'd probably destroy it but like it's just like to contribute to that has always been something that brings me joy and like there's something about like being able to have that big meal like there's a lot of work that goes into that but it's worth it there's a lot of time sacrifice and like monetary sacrifice to make that you know and so I just think that I don't know that's a very like and it's a very not we wouldn't think unique but it is unique because we're the only country that does it like that you know so well I don't think that's complete well yeah I guess how we celebrate at least least on the Like the third Thursday of November. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, There's different Thanksgivings in some countries, but right. But I think I like that. And I love it because some, I I love Fourth of July and stuff, but Thanksgiving isn't like patriotic American. You know, it's got a different flavor to it. It's kind of cool.
0: But right. Because it's focusing, it is focused on a different type of gratitude. And
1: yeah. But I like it because it's unique to America, but it's not the same vibe of like Memorial Day and Labor Day and Fourth of July, which kind of, all become pretty similar, except 4th of July is specifically known for the fireworks. Anyways, but yeah, we're kind of more talking about rest this time than celebration, but they kind of went hand in hand. We just kind of stopped talking about celebration last time. Right. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> remember our last time we, we talked about how to celebrate well, and we wanted to talk about how to rest well within that, mm-hmm. but we didn't get there. So we're doing a part two, even though it's kind of two weeks apart as well. Yeah. So. And kind of two separate topics, but they go hand in hand. Um, And probably moving into the, like we said that last time, like it's getting closer to the holidays and they go hand in hand. And so taking the time to, if you listen to this, like every week, maybe it was good for you to ponder how to celebrate well, since mm -hmm. we had a little hiatus too. And, um, but I think that, I mean, the whole resting well, like with the whole Thanksgiving part too, I think when you're talking about like the type of, um, um, preparation it takes, it helps you to rest well and celebrate. Like it's connected, at least Mm -hmm. for me as the host. Like I usually host Thanksgiving. We're hosting this year. And I know that I have to work hard on Wednesday to make Thursday more of an ability to rest as well as celebrate, as in it lessens the work. There's still a lot of work in hosting. I'm not saying that. But if I can prepare well, then I actually can rest Well as well. That's a Mm -hmm. lot of wells to say. (laughs) No, I love it. Yeah. And I and I think that's why I don't know that Thanksgiving, I think, also can actually because it's our national like our nation celebrates it this way and on this day, I think it actually can be evangelistic because we're all focusing. It's not directly a religious holiday. Mm -hmm. And so you can circle it back around through the back door and be evangelistic. Like we are grateful for all these blessings that have been stowed on us because of who, because of Christ. And Mm -hmm. you can get into that celebration that way and how we need to take that day of rest or that time of rest, or after you have the Turkey rest with all that hormone that makes you all sleepy to rest. So anyway, that was my, it was like a a stretch, but it kind of went that way. Oh, I think it makes sense. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And it just, it also makes me think, it's really interesting too, like, it, it's really it's built into our seasons like I've been thinking a lot about seasons lately like you know I don't know I pondered more th- this is, this is me being a little weird but I'm gonna it's fine um I was pondering a little more like why does our why does our country love well maybe it's the whole culture but specifically I feel like it's like trendy to love fall and I was like what is it that we love about fall because I love fall don't get me wrong I'm a fall baby like I love mm-hmm. this season. Um. And I was like, what is it? And I was like, it's there's something like a lot of it's like the colors and the coziness. And I was like, there's something so beautiful about like this harvest season. And I kind of it's it kind of hit me. I was kind of sad that we don't have that as much the physical labor and harvest of this season that we would have used to when more of us like, you know, lived on farms and things like that mm-hmm. because then you would enter in because the cold is coming so you would do all right. this work in the summer and you know beginning of fall when and then you'd harvest it all and right. I was, it was making me think I'm I was telling mom how much I love my my British tv show I'm watching cold dark right now um but they had an episode and it was really cool to just be like this was part of their culture that's you know specifically in like this outer like um uh seaside town in England but they had like a harvest celebration so the last like uh bushel of wheat was collected and they like they had some I want to say chant that sounds very football-y but like they had like you know some like saying that you always do apparently like you could tell it was just custom and then yeah, they like, had like, a big party at this person's house and like that bushel was in the center of the room um and of course this is a show so this like but it's it's based it's got to be based off of like an actual tradition that I've never seen but it was just cool to be like and now we just we we like enjoy the, fr- the fruit of our labor. Like we, get, we rest now. We go into the cold season. We have all the food stored up, all, you know, all of that. Like maybe if it's like, oh, we've made blankets over these past few months, like from, you know, mm-hmm. wool and things like that to prepare for this. And this is, the season is built to be restful because there's little you can do outside. And right. so I think we kind of get excited for that with our like sweaters and getting warmer, but like our pace of life continues. So we don't get that same feeling. But I, I thought that was really cool to me. I was like, wow, we love this like, you know, the pumpkins and the, you know, apples like all these things are coming to fruition. Um and then we enter into like the dark darkness, you know, physically like with daylight savings and and then it was also cool someone brought up recently a talk I was listening to like it is cool cuz we kind of get like, you know, kind of sad and depressed during the season sometimes cuz it gets cold and wet and It's been yucky, rainy the last two days. I've been freezing out there. Today was cute because, you know, it was snow, not rain, but it's been raining. Mm -hmm. And, but someone was like, this is the time that like, yeah, we haven't entered into Advent, but since March, like Jesus is gestating right now. Like he's hidden, like, and we don't see him yet, but he's the light of the world coming at the darkest part of the year. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. cool. Like I've never thought of that specificness. Like the light of the world is coming at the darkest part of the year. The There's a whole bunch kind of, of
0: podcasts like, on that, like and why and why that happened with the solstice yeah. and stuff,
1: and yeah. And, and I, I think I had heard things like the solstice before, but just that, you know, certain sometimes people word things and it hits you differently. Oh yeah. Like, and so just For the sure. idea of like the light of the world coming at the darkest part, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool, you know. And it just yeah. so much more hopeful because I'm someone who gets moody when it gets too dark. I'm like, Brah. and so I like try and do things that make you know life more engaging and enjoyable and when there is sunshine really soak it in um but yeah it was just a lot more hopeful instead of like oh we're going into like once you get through Christmas and New Year's then it's all just gross snow and mushy and blah, blah and it was but I think happy. a
0: lot of that too is we have to separate because we are in the Midwest you know like yeah. I think of Aunt Janine and Uncle Andy who are down in Florida and probably listening and going yeah it's not quite the same you know they That's might fair. appreciate it some of that though it is shorter days still like all of that I mean in this hemisphere then maybe we have some Australian listeners who um are like and it's the opposite you know and some of that too so yeah Yeah. I don't know you think about that but for us that it you know it is very true that's how we're experiencing it
1: yeah I don't know that's true but anyway so that was just interesting to me but like how the world or parts of the world like physically the world goes into rest mode you know Right. Which is cool. But yeah. Um, but what was I gonna I had a few th- that was kind of something that just hit me now, but I had a few things I want to specifically say about rest. Like I thought mm-hmm. it was interesting how rest and celebration go hand in hand when I was thinking about like Sunday, because Sunday is a mini Easter something, and Easter we think of celebration, but Sunday is also the day of rest, and just like how do those go hand in hand? And you know, being very purposeful, like I don't unless I absolutely have to, I don't do homework on Sunday anymore. I've started planning around it right. um, and I try and put as little on the weekend as I can, but, if, but the work that has to get done happens Saturday. Like I've started being very purposeful for that since college. Cause I had a professor that was like, I'm not going to record this. He's like, but he put in the syllabus. He's like, I challenge you guys to not do work on Sunday, like, yeah. you know, restructure your lives. And that does take work and planning, but I've enjoyed it so much more. Um, So anyways, but that was one, you know, so then it's like, okay, how do you celebrate and rest? And like, those go hand, like, that's where I was thinking, like, these go hand in hand because we're supposed to rest on Sunday, but Sunday's also mini Easter. The highest holy day is Easter and we get to have one every week. Like that's just cool, I guess.
0: Right. No, I think that's good. And that was something my dad, I don't think he said it always as clear, but he would get frustrated at times when we had homework still on Sunday Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I started saying that to you kids when you were, as you started having more, like, we need to get this done before Sunday. We're not, or we're not leaving it to Sunday. It might be that you're spreading it out some, but I do like when you guys would not do that. And,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I still do some things on Sunday. Like sometimes like in the summer, that's when you, the, the lawn had to get mowed or, or whatever.
1: Or, well, and that sometimes there can be like restful work. Like people be like gardening, like, yeah, it's work. It's like but that's different. It's things that you enjoy, or like. Sometimes I leave my budget till Sunday because I enjoy doing that, which we've talked about here. But like, that's not like laborsome for me, right? I enjoy Same with,
0: like laundry, but I'm not going and cleaning the house because that is laborsome yeah. But it, but it is finding that that time of rest, and I guess being intentional about it. Yeah, and that has just been my key for the word. The key for the word. Word for the year. I don't know what I was trying to say there. Um. In terms of just like being intentional and not being reactionary or not just be doing it by falling into it. And I think mm-hmm. that's so easy for us to do. And for me, I think that's where rest comes in that it has to be intentional, it has to be mm-hmm. built in. Like some people are just very good at relaxing. Um, and I'm great at relaxing when I go, this is when I'm going to do it or what I'm going to do. But I'm not always good at saying, okay, now I'm done with these jobs or these chores. And now I'm going to rest. Like even on a normal day, I'm not even talking about a Sunday, you know, it's easy for us to rest and relax when we're on vacation or something like that. But um, cause we've built it in, right. It's the same type of thing. So if we're not building it into our schedule and I've just been trying to work on being more timely and time management timely and making sure I'm building in a lot of time to get places and get back. And, you know, so I'm not just rushing and things, but then as well as, well, where's my downtime? Because I think we can pop from thing to thing to thing. And you and I were talking about this ahead of time and not always just go, and now I can be done and now I can just rest. You know, I like to take baths. So building that in, I like to nap. I've always been a napper. Building that into my schedule to just say this is part of self care. It can go right. I think resting goes into self care, as well as you know time management, as well as celebration. Like if we're, not, I mean, this just goes back how we've been talking about Thanksgiving, but like all these holidays coming up, if we're not building in time as the hostess or the person to one celebrate well, but enjoy it. Like if we're just on the same day, not celebrating and not just if it's all work where is one, the celebration in that, and two, the rest and enjoyment in that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think, I think for me, I'm discovering that these things need to be intentional choices. Um, as I, you know, have more life experience, if we're trying to change a pattern of behavior by doing the exa- exact same thing, a lot of people just call that insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting, expecting different the same results. Right. And so until we intentionally say I'm going to build this into the schedule or or Sunday is going to be a day of rest and there's not going to be work on this day or these are when I'm taking vacations in the year and and what I want to do to enjoy this. um, It's not going to happen. And sometimes I think we have to build rest in. And it might just be I'm going to go on a walk you know, because that's something I find renewing and rejuvenating to me. Um, and I enjoy like rest is that way, or it could be as I'm going to take, you know, a 20 minute, minute nap because I have this time and that will rejuvenate me for the, for the evening. And so this is the rest I'm taking because this is, um, what my body needs right now too. You know, I think there's a lot of different ways to approach
1: it. Yeah yeah I think intentionality is something I'm learning more and more because so I've chosen since like end of freshman year when this challenge was approached me to like actually I sometimes would randomly do it in high school but not consistently so now I'm like I don't do homework Sunday and like I make sure my chores are done before Sunday like things like that or if there's certain things that I wanted to get done this weekend that are like laborsome but they don't have to be done by Monday then I won't do them on Sunday like that's kind of been frustrating for me to do sometimes because I'm like I just want it done and over with and it's like no like sometimes I have chosen to do it but I've gotten better I'm like it does not have to be done for tomorrow and it's not enjoyable work so no you're not going to do it like very intentional in that way but what I have noticed is then I have to give myself restful I want to call them tasks what kind of tasks to do like I've written a list of things that are enjoyable for me to do on Sunday because when I don't give myself like ways to rest and I just like I'm like oh my day is empty and I'm not going to work then my mind goes to Monday and I start going well what's the homework I have to do for tomorrow mm-hmm. is it going to be too much do I have to break it like and then I want then I try and like reschedule my planner so it's like you know spread more evenly throughout the week so I'm not overwhelmed and then my mind isn't at rest so I might not be doing any work but I've noticed it where it's like it's like the whole idle mind thing, like you can't leave it to. so it's like, okay, I'm choosing to read a book and sit on the couch and until I'm bored with this book. I'm just gonna sit here and that might be for hours and that's fine. like, which I need to retrain my brain to love books because so this some of what I was gonna say about this is like, I think our culture influences us too, because I used to be able to like sit for hours and read a book and not want to go back to work. but now it's hard for me to like, like I did that last year and I've noticed it to this year. It's like I'll sit there and it takes me a while to like to like get lost in the book because my mind's like, well, what could I be doing instead of this? Like what's the work that yeah. should be done? And da, da da da. And I think our I think it's just kind of where our culture's headed, unfortunately. Like things aren't closed Sunday anymore. Like things are due mm-hmm. Monday. Like exams happen on Monday. You know, like so it's very like, if I have an exam Monday, I really need to study Friday and Saturday for for, and then Sunday, like, yes, if I'm really, really worried about it, I'll look at it Sunday night or Monday morning, but it's, like, I am I try to be more intentional of I'm going to do the bulk of my studying before, like, my weekend begins, like, um, and that's, like, that's out of my control, my schedule, like, what to do on Monday and things like that is not something I can control, but I think that influences us, like, people don't really think about it anymore. Like Chick-fil-A is co- countercultural for being closed on, yeah. stuff, you know, like, and so it's harder. Like, I don't think it's completely our fault that we um, can't rest well sometimes because we're surrounded by it and you don't always realize it. Cause I think I was better at this and now it's hard. And I'm realizing that I've been influenced just by like the way our world's going. And so I have to be very intentional to go, no, I will do this instead. Like, and friends sometimes are like, oh, let's study Sunday. And I'm like, I'm actually mm-hmm. done with stuff, which sometimes, like, I feel slightly braggy in saying that, but it's like, no, I chose to, like, get right. my work done already. I'm not going to work, like, I don't, if, if you guys are working on stuff, I don't have anything to work on right now, or yeah, I could work on Monday stuff, but I'm like, no, I'm not going to, like, um, yeah, it's just different, so, like, but yeah, so intentionality is a big thing, because one, clearing your schedule and your to-do list, or refusing to do your to-do list on Sunday is one thing but choosing to then intentionally do actions that are restful, which sounds contradictory, but it's not, that's important. And that's what I've been learning because I get antsy if I just sit there. And so,
0: yeah. I think that's, I, I, I like what you're saying just about, you know, intentionality and planning ahead. And I don't think it should be something where we feel guilty about. I think it's something that we can start a trend and be, a light in a lot of ways, a light to, I think for, you know, for my kids and for my husband, for my friends, like, you know, I think if we can talk about that, I think that's why we're talking about it here. Mm-hmm. And, of, um, we can take time for rest and it's okay to rest. Our co- like you said, I echo what you said. Americans are awful at just go, 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 even like, you know, when I lived in Costa Rica, there was just more time built into rest. Or even when people say you hear them go to Europe or different things, and some of it they're on vacation or they're doing this, but there's just a slower pace. And we, as Americans are not good at that. Cause like you said, the minute we finish one thing, it's like, oh, we should be doing another or with technology, like things come at us so fast that our brain has a hard time just slowing, slowing down. down. Mm-hmm. Right. So you like when you said like reading or getting into a book and I think that's where the intentionality comes is like no we're just going to do this for now or what I've seen with you kids and I remember this even from being a kid like when there was nothing going on your first thing is like I'm bored you know mm-hmm. we don't we don't like to have to wait or not or not be entertained
1: mm-hmm. and
0: so when there's not something quickly going on to just be quiet and rest or like let our brain work and say, what do I like, let our brain go to work for us, not as in like working as much and going, you know, what am I going to do now? Should I just not do anything? Or should I be creative and go, Mm -hmm. you know, for little kids, they have to sit there for a little bit to go and figure out like, oh, I'm going to go build a fort or I'm going to go, you know, make believe outside. And I think for us as adults, with more of our brain developed, we can sit and go, I'm just going to be and it's okay to actually be a little bored because then I can appreciate the times when I am so much more busy and go there are times like we have to mentally say to ourselves there are times that I I don't have anything to do like right now mm-hmm. and that's okay and so I think there's just a lot of training of learning how to slow our mind so that the intentionality can happen because when our mind is moving so fast or just constantly reacting or going, okay, now this and this and this, and I have to grab this and this and I need to be there and I need to go there. Then there isn't space for intentionality. There isn't space for us to slow down and let our mind go. How do I want to react to the situation or how do I want to just be present in this situation to take advantage of this situation? And I see your dad is good with that, at least with tasks a lot. And I've, I've mentioned this on here before that he's just good at going, this needs to be done. This needs to be done. And now those are done. And so now I can, I can be done. And I'm just going to sit and do this where I can struggle with prioritizing. Cause I see everything that has to be done. And so then I have a hard time starting. And so then I don't do things or that. Or I hate when things are
1: half done, like they're not finished. And yeah, you can't cross anything off the list, even though you have worked. Yeah, I hate that. Right.
0: Cause everything's like half started or half done. And then I just get frustrated and then I don't get a break because I've not completed something and moved on. And and that's just kind of how my brain works. So I feel like the timeliness of learning how to prioritize by having, for me, things on paper written down, learning how to schedule better. Uh, not just in the Google calendar that this is going on today and this is going on, but actually like filling in the time slots and having that. So then I do say, oh, there is open time here. And so, and just, and then instead of even leaving it open, slating in, oh, I'm going to take a bath or slating in, I'm going to take a nap or slating in. I'm going to, I'm going to go for a walk, or I'm going to make a phone call to this person and catch up or read a book, you know, Mm -hmm. And utilizing, even if it's just 10 minutes or 20 minutes or an hour, hour and a half, you know, that I think it does our brain well to see that we can put in relaxation there, we can put in recreation, even if it's not like a whole afternoon, Mm -hmm. um, and that type of thing. And some people might find like different ways to recreate or to rest. And, and that's okay. I think it's just, it's that's where I go into the self-care part and I'm repeating of just, but we have to take that. So that that helps us overall. But then all of this, I think learns in, like leans into how to rest, how to rest well, how to appreciate the times when there isn't stuff going on to go, yes, this is the time that's built in to rest and to try and take advantage of that
1: yeah i so father mike schmitz if you go to ascension presents this so yesterday you can look at it was november 17th so you can like look at the video that came out on november 17th he put out a video like why should we rest and he's like well the lord like the lord speaks about an inscription he says because you are no longer slaves slaves never have a day off mm. you have mm-hmm. a day off you know which like i think is an emphasis he's like so stop acting like slaves like you know you know when you're working seven days a week you're acting like a slave in a lot of ways um and so that was it. And he was giving a few tips of how to like respect the Sabbath, but that stuck out to me. It's like, well, why rest? Because you're not a slave. Slaves don't get a break. Um, and then the other thing, a few other things. That, so I was Aunt Margot sent me shout out to Aunt, my Aunt Margot. She sent me a podcast, and it was about like overscheduling and things like that. And I thought a few of the things. I think it was like the man, manly man podcast or something. But he he interviewed one guy, and then you other this episode of Girl, and it was just in general it was good good for men but also in general um mm-hmm. and one of them like they were saying that we used to have work used to not be hourly it used to be task-based so when you're done with your task you're done like it makes me think of like I said I'm watching my old show and like one of the characters is a doctor and he doesn't work until someone like mails him and he's like hey so and so sick so-and-so's having a baby whatever then he goes and then he does his job until it's done you know or he keeps checking up on them until they're healed or but then he's done And then he goes when he's, called, you know, so it's like he, he's, he has this sense of rest because when he's not needed, he's not working. And like, that used to be the thing. It's like, I have a project for you. Can you build this? And it's built. And until Mm -hmm. someone asks me to build something, I'm done, you know, like, and now it's like, okay, you have to fit in 40 hours a week. And if you, if you want to do more, like you get paid by the hour. And so we don't get tasks done as quickly because we're more focused on, The longer times we're here, the more we get paid by hour. so Mm -hmm. in some ways like that's just hard because it's our culture and then one of the suggestions from this podcast was like, do something you're not good at to rest which I thought was really interesting but good it's like, and for me I took that as like guitar, I love playing the guitar. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at it. I would not perform because I keep pausing, looking at the notes, looking at my fingers. Then I sing, like, two sentences or two words, and then I have to check again. And certain things I can go a little faster than I practice. But it was, like, there's a sense of rest in that and doing it just for the sake of doing it and enjoying it, not to be good at it. Like, if you get good at it, awesome. But, like, you know, maybe it's drawing. Like, I've started doodling in my notebook, and I used to not do that because I was, like, it doesn't look good. But I'm, like, now I do it because it's enjoyable. Like, right. you know. Or it's
0: stress-relieving.
1: Or you yeah. find... It it's not to- for the sake of achieving and succeeding at something. It's just for the sake of rest like, and enjoying it, which I right. thought was really good. Or it makes it- me think of like, I used to go out, I was in color garden in high school. and like, there's one song I was like, oh, I want to like make a co- choreography for this. And so I went out and I like made up choreography for like the first two like intro lines. And then I was like, this yeah. is really hard. Now I understand why choreography is hard. But sometimes <laughs> I'll go out and mess around still cause it's fun and it's stress relieving but I'm not doing it for the sake of ever performing that for someone. It's just like this, it gets my creative juices moving. Like I have to try and think how this would look and fit well. Cause that's what I'm doing right now. But this isn't for the sake to show someone, this is just for the sake of myself. And I've started putting things like that into my, like my planner actually. Um, because I, I follow like the worthy of wearing page and I have their book and they emphasize a lot like yeah it's a lot about like why you're worthy to like carry yourself with dignity and dress well but they, it's like expands into all areas and they well, they'll put stuff up of like how to rest well like how do you take care of yourself well like how do you take care of your skin well and how that's not just vanity like we've talked about right, right. um and so I started putting it in I was like I'm doing one self-care thing a day and one soul care thing a day because they had like that separate you know thing and it's like some days maybe I'm gonna like have I'm gonna pray I already pray rosary every day. That's just my prayer routine. But like, if that wasn't the normal or maybe I'll pray, pray an extra, it's like, that's my soul care for today is I'm going to brew an extra cup of coffee, sit by the window and pray a rosary. And that's that. And then for self-care, I'm going to exercise today or I'm going to do a face mask before I get in the shower. Like, um, what? Oh, you're to of your face. Okay. Um, but like, it was just funny things like that or like, and then I was thinking sometimes I get, fr- so now I write it in my planner because if it's in my planner, it has to get done. Right. It's been really good this year because it reminds me that I need to take care of myself, which I'm not always good at when my to-do list is super long. It's like you work until bed and then you get up. But some days it is hard to because I can't sit and read a chapter even before bed because I'm so tired. And it's like, well, then I'm gonna take three minutes to just sit in silence because that's good for me too. Yeah. And just to like let myself not do anything, but not but remind myself that I'm not just a creature that's just here to work. Like Anyways, I like I'm still so working on getting better at that, but that's something I've worked on specifically this semester. It now goes in my planner because that means I have to do it. like
0: Right. And I like that a lot. I'm not just, a am not a creature just here to work. And mm-hmm. I think, I think that I'm learning a lot just about our brains and how our brain works and making our brain work for us instead of making our brain work against us. Yeah. And that takes training and that takes time, just like learning a new language, learning harder math, learning anything else. But when we realize that our brain is such a powerful tool that we can train it to serve us instead of, you know, us serving it, yeah. that can be really helpful. And it, it goes back to everything we've been saying, intentionality, mm-hmm. uh, scheduling, timeliness. Um, but I think it, it, all of this is rooted in that this is what God calls us to do. You know, mm-hmm. on the seventh day, God rested. There was a point for that. We need that. Mm-hmm. And, and if we're not taking that time, we're not obeying the Lord, you know, and it goes back to, this is a very ordinary thing. Our bodies need sleep, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. We don't, and we can't live if we don't rest and, or, we, and we don't function well, if we don't sleep well, or don't have enough sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of this is just basic. Myality. It's how you're
1: made. Yeah. Right. It's back to and how so, we're made
0: the Lord knew we were made this way. The Lord knew we needed rest. And so, and we're called to obey. We're called to serve the Lord with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. If we don't rest, we don't have strength. Our mind doesn't work the right way. Our soul's not in the right place. Cause we're not obeying. We're, we're not loving integrated
1: person. Everything goes together. Yeah. Right. And it's part of building
0: that up. And so I think it can go into all of these other things, but the basic of it lies down, like boils back down to, This is a very ordinary thing that we can make extraordinary. It's ordinary to need rest, to need to let our body sleep, regenerate, to rest it as an enjoying part of life, but we can sanctify that and make it holy out of obeying God's command, re-looking at Sundays as a holy day, re-looking at um, a day of rest, like how we celebrate and then we rest on Sundays. And then... Also reexamining our own daily schedules. Where are we building in a time for rest? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Because that's going to actually make our work that much better. Yeah. Because actually renewing ourselves, it's going to be more productive. It's going to be more sustaining. It's going to probably we'll get things done, you know, productivity faster than that. But like, um, I don't think we work that in there. And I think that is as Americans part just so much of our scul- culture and being just sucked into that mm-hmm. and not going back and sanctifying those ordinary things. And anyway, that's my big, yeah. long yeah. So The last ram- thing that
1: I thought of was like, um, I think it's in scripture somewhere, like work was made for man, not man for work. Right. I think it's good. And like, and then hand in hand with that, like the. Or no, I think that that's not in scripture, but what is in scripture is Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath, because sometimes people would misinterpret that. And we still do where it's like, well, then you can't make dinner. Like, it's like, no, 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 no. like you're supposed to rest. It's supposed to serve you. And also work is supposed to serve you. You aren't made to be a slave to rest or work. You're Mm -hmm. made. Those things are made to serve you. That's how God created it. So I think the work one might not be scripture, but the Sabbath one definitely The Sabbath one, yeah. yeah. But I've heard the other one, too, where it's like, you know, we we weren't made to work. Work was made to, like, aid us, like, you know, give us something to do and put our efforts into. But, um, yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. Me too. I oh, just- and also, the last other thing is also... I've i been listening to the Abiding Together podcast and I like Sister Miriam brings up a lot. They'll bring, bring up big topics and she's like, these things take time and that's okay. And so I think that's something I've been trying to embrace more is like, these like my like changing of our mindset that takes time and that's okay. Like I used to get very, I'd get overly, you know, this mom, I'd get overly stressed in super busy times and then like anxious in like dead nothing to do times because right. I was the two highs and I didn't know how to manage my mind in either things. And I've gotten better at that and now I'm not, you know, I can manage my, not get overwhelmed as easily. And I don't get anxious when I have nothing to do anymore. Like, but that took time to like learn what I was thinking and how to really know what you're supposed to do. And that's okay. Like, you're not going to just like flip a switch and be able to rest better. And that's okay. It's right. not supposed and to I, be a change. I think our listeners need to
0: know that too. Like, that's why, what's this podcast here for? is things that we want to discuss and talk about and grow in ourselves. It's not like we have it all figured out. Oh, yeah. Like, and I think that's, that's a fun part of the discussion and opening the discussion to other people. So, um, yeah, definitely let us know your thoughts and ideas on this and hopefully having kind of like a back-to-back tag team topics of celebrating and resting that you can, you know, take some of these ideas and thoughts and, and share with us what, how, how you like to celebrate and how you like to rest and what you've learned from that and, or what you'd like, what like to learn and get better at. I think that's, for me, that's what, Mm-hmm. I like talking about these things because it goes, this is what I want to work on. I do want to get better in this. This is important. Mm-hmm. I need to be intentional on this, you know? Yeah. So I think that's really great. Yeah. So well, I like our discussions, Grace. Oh, I like our Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Well, subscribe, rate, review, come talk to us on social media. And uh, yeah, yeah, I hope you guys are enjoying our topics. and. Yeah.
1: Just keep going. Because we like it. We hope you do too. Yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you next week on the Thanksgiving. We did it.